eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 17 weeks, 4 quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning Winning try. Where do we begin? Uh, Ravens obviously coming into this game hot. They're coming off of the blowout win against Seattle at home last week. Uh, The Browns in their own right have been hanging in there as well. Uh, they were, what, five, uh, four and three coming into the game. Everybody in the division was in the postseason coming into this game today. Browns, uh, they had won against Arizona last week at home. So what we got was we expected to see the battle of the defenses, right? These are two of the top defenses in the NFL. Both of them have uh, enough to go and say that they're the best defense in the league. But yet we sit here with a 33 to 31 final uh, in this game. And I think that just speaks to just how weird of a game this, this really turned out to be. No, just extremely bizarre. And look, it happened immediately where you have the Kyle Hamilton pick six, where Mm -hmm. he takes the ball right to himself, takes it back for a touchdown. But Cordell, It was funny. I was messaging a friend of mine uh, in the middle of the game where I said it felt like that Steelers game early on in the year where the Ravens just dominated the first half, but the Browns were still hanging around. Browns were still hanging around. And then the second half happened where Deshaun Watson caught fire and give credit to him because the first half, what was he, six for 20? And then he was 14 for 14 in the second half and the Ravens defense just had no answers after halftime. No, no, they didn't. Uh, Definitely a tale of two halves. Um, The Ravens, they go into halftime with a 17 to nine lead, uh, end up getting outscored in the second half, 24 to 14. And uh, like you said, definitely a tale of two halves for Deshaun Watson, six for 20 in the first half, 
14 of 14 in the second half with the touchdown as well. His legs uh, were a huge piece of what they did in this game, especially uh, as the game went on in the second half. They just He's breaking tackles. He's almost as if he's covered in butter. Um, and I think the run game, I mean, and we could talk about the Ravens defense right now. I mean, just looking at this Browns offense and how they had success against the Ravens defense, I think they wore these guys down. The run game was there for them all day, even in the first half. Uh, Jerome Ford finishes with over 100 yards on the ground. Kareem Hunt finishes with over three. He has uh, 32 yards and a touchdown as well. I mentioned Watson, who had 37 yards on the ground as well. But I, I think that run game is really kind of what slowed the Ravens down because it it, it almost felt like um, it was a slow death for them. Like the the even in the first half where the Ravens were in control, the Browns being able to run the ball as efficiently as they did, I think allowed them to stay on schedule in the second half, especially once it gets to a one possession game. Okay. Now those run plays that they were getting when they were down 14 points that you didn't really care about. Now those run plays are starting to add up because they're picking up first downs, they're moving the ball and that defense just at times felt like they just couldn't get off the field. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. No, Cordell, I, I think that's a great point. And we were talking about it during the pregame about Nick Chubb. He's been gone for a while now. And I think Nick Chubb, in my opinion, the best pure runner in the NFL and not having him is just a big, big blow for this Browns offense. But Jerome Ford heading into this game was averaging just four yards per carry. Kareem Hunt heading into the game was averaging just 3.3 yards per carry. And when you're looking for similarities in the Ravens' losses, you go back to the Colts game where Zach Moss, Zach Mm -hmm. Moss was extremely effective in that game against the Ravens. And Jerome Ford, he was just able to get success every single time. And when you look at Kareem Hunt, again, the, the stats, he averaged, what, 3.2 yards per carry. But that touchdown run where he was running through contact for Patrick Queen and Michael Pierce there, they were able to get the dirty yards. And you started with Deshaun Watson. I mean, how many key third downs or second yeah. and longs did Deshaun Watson pick up with his legs? I mean, they had no answers for him all game long. No, no, they didn't. I mean, Roquan Smith finished this game with 21 tackles. I don't know if that's a career high, but it's got to be up there. It's got to be up there. And I think it just lets it tells the story of just how busy the Ravens defense were they were forced to be. You mentioned it. I mean, it, it was at times it felt like Deshaun Watson was kind of pulling plays out of a hat in that second half, eight for 16 on third downs, not great. Uh, but you know, six, I mean, 16 third downs in itself, I think it speaks to how much that Cleveland offense was on the field. They possessed the ball for over 34 yards or 34 minutes, um, in this game. And I, look, let's not, I don't want to paint the picture that Cleveland played a perfect game. They had 10 penalties in this game. They didn't play 
a perfect game, but that's just the way that this AFC North division goes. It's it's the uglier, the better sometimes. And you really got to see that at times in this game. Also, I don't know what went on in this, in the middle of that defense late in the second half. It just seemed like that's where Watson was looking at us. He hit Amari Cooper a couple of times on some of those uh, uh, deep middle passes. Um, it, it just I don't know what was going on. And John Harbaugh, after we talked to him after the game, he did say that there were some miscommunications in some of their split zone safeties. Obviously, there was a little bit of a shakeup this week in terms of their rotation. Uh, Marcus Williams was active for this game. We saw less Geno Stone. I'm curious to see what the snap counter looked like uh, come Monday. But less Geno Stone and more Marcus Williams, I don't know if that was a benefit for the Ravens. I'm with you, and that was always going to be a decision when Marcus Williams came back. And look, Geno Stone, prior to today, four games, four interceptions, got six picks on the year. And of course, that is a, a high in the NFL. But for this game, you mentioned Amari Cooper, where you saw that last week against the Cardinals, where... Prior to that game, Deshaun really struggled getting Amari Cooper involved, despite we know what he is. I mean, from his time in Dallas, but he was able to finally hit a couple deep shots with him last week. But this week, over the middle was where the Ravens seemed very vulnerable. And you look at David Njoku. I mean, how many catches and runs did he have? And it was breaking tackles, Cordell, where this year this Ravens defense had been a very sure tackling bunch, but not so much today. And I feel like that that was very uncharacteristic of that unit. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you on that. A lot of missed tackles in this game. Deshaun Watson benefited from one of those missed tackles late in the game, like squeaks through two tackles at the same time. I mean, you mentioned David Njoku, who I think is really kind of the underrated hero for Cleveland in this game because when they really had nothing going offensively, Njoku was the guy. They had a, I want to say, third and 21 or something like that where Watson really just hits Njoku at the line of scrimmage, and Njoku just takes it. He, he, he goes and picks up the first down. I mean, that was just big time. Oh, absolutely. And I think that was after the strip sack where yeah. the Adafe Owe, where he hits the ball loose. And I think it was Matt Abike who was diving for that football, but a Browns offensive lineman jumps on it. it it's those little plays where, mm-hmm. again, him picking it up, uh, you said 17 yards, I believe, on that play. That gives you the third and manageable, the fourth and manageable, and it keeps you on task where you get that big loss on first down it pushes you way back but when you're able to get that chunk play it puts you back in position to keep you on track 